everybody. Hello. Hi. <laughs> this is episode 15 of Cheers from the Grave. Yay. I'm Erica. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Nicole. Hooray. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, how's everyone doing? You know, here, work. Yep. I here. feel that. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a roll we call. Went, I know, right? <laughs> so we, uh, we all hit up uh, Halloween Horror Nights recently. Yes, we did. Yes. Such a good year. I... Kyle and right. only, yeah, Kyle and I only did the one house that we went with you guys. Really? Okay. And then we did the show, and then we left. We left. We left. Was it because it was busy? No, it's because Kyle was hurting. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It was definitely pretty dead last night. Was it? No pun intended with that, HHN, but... Oh, I should have gone last really? night. Really? For a Saturday? Yeah, we still got the Express. Like, I bought Derek, my boyfriend, <laughs> an Express pass, but um, regular lines were probably, like, about... The longest one, Stranger Things, got to like 55. What? That's not bad. That's not bad. That is not bad at all. Yeah, we got there like right at open, and we were able to leave like 9.30. Oh, nice. Shit. Yeah, every single house. Yeah, the last time I went was with you and Kareem, Sarah? and I was oh, yeah. dead. Oh, it was, it's rough. It's too hot out there, too. Oh, it's yeah. so hot out there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're going to try to go hopefully next, this Friday, maybe. This coming Friday, you I would be like good. to before it blacks out for us. I feel like end of September might be like dying down, and mm-hmm. then once October hits, it'll pick back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be fun. Oh man! So besides like our lives, horror nights, <laughs> and our lives <laughs> and everything, huh, so it's my favorite time of the year. So Honestly. it is it's spooky season. It is. I love spooky season. Oh, and we had the Friday the 13th, and of course, like, every time I get a tattoo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How many times have you gotten tattoos on Friday the 13th? Literally all the ones on my ankles are Friday the 13th. Let's count. So these two, um, I got two the first time. So I have a pizza and a smiley face on yeah. my heel. That's the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. And I have, like, <laughs> my spine tattooed. So these two, I have one. I have two, three, four... I think only four. Okay. So that's probably like a year. I started like two years ago. We okay. don't have that many Friday the 13th, but every single time I do get one. Is there like a certain special like? Whenever a month starts on a Sunday. Thanks, babe. Thanks, Kyle. I didn't, I don't understand. No, but. um. So uh, yeah, December also has a Friday the 13th in it. Oh, so. I wonder what kind of tattoos they'll have. Maybe because it's like December, they'll change it up. Ooh. I was going to say, do they do a. Like a special pricing? For the little ones I have here, um, they were only 13 okay. And then the bigger ones, like I have a Millennium Falcon. So that was 31 So they like inverse it. And then I have, um, if you guys seen the the old Mickey Mouse cartoon, The Haunted House, yeah. the like Grim Reaper, like spectral, like spectral thing, I have that on my other ankle that was also 31 Oh, that's not bad. So they like... $31 for that is really fucking good. Right? Yeah. I was so mad I couldn't go on Friday to get a tattoo because I was working. But we'll I'm go next not, time. Yeah, yeah I I'm not skipping I it go. in December. Yeah. Let's all go. Let's all get, like, 
creepy tattoos together. <gasps> we should all get a great, like a tombstone tattoo. <gasps> yes. Yes. They definitely, every single Friday the 13th, they always have a tombstone design. Let's do it. At yes. least like three different types. Yeah, definitely. I am 100% down, so. I say we do that and maybe like see if we can have them put like CTFG on there or something like that. Maybe. That's a lot of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with the gravestone, though. I'm down, I'm down for a gravestone. Like I am. I'm down with the tombstone. Down. No, I'm down. I'll get anything, to be honest. Like <laughs> for those viewers that don't know what I look like, I'm covered in like so many just like random tattoos. <laughs> I wish I had that kind of money. <laughs> oh my oh God, no, they're too. all they're all like under fifty bucks. I know, but still, they, in, in they look head. decent though. Like I'm yeah. glad. I need to know who your tattoo artist is so I can go and get some decent cheapy tattoos. That I, go, like- I go to this like weird one in the, in the east side where I live and it's like very secluded in like a very not so good neighborhood, but they're clean. I was going to say, as long as they're clean, <laughs> they're, they're very clean. Piercings are only 20 bucks. Every single piercing, 20 bucks is great. Oh, geez. Yeah. It's crazy. That's why all my ears are covered too. <laughs> Oh, man, we should get into the spooky. We like, should. Yes, like, we should. What, what we're actually here for. <laughs> this is, but this is like the first time all three of us are together in a while. It is. Yes. It is. Yes, it has been. Just cut, edit, cut this whole thing no, out. We <laughs> no, we should keep it in. We'll keep it in. Yeah, we're good. Cool. So who wants to go first? Um, I can if you want okay. me to. I yeah, can. sure. Go ahead. All right. So, um... What I'll be talking about is just going to be a little bit um, based off of The Seven Gates of Hell. Yay! So, um, The Seven Gates of Hell is actually located in York, Pennsylvania. Or, Pennsylvania. Hmm? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's the state. I can't think right now. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Pennsylvania is a state. I was about to say, holy Okay. I hope you guys all know I am extremely out of it. My bad. Yes, so, um, <laughs> it is located in, or off of York, Pennsylvania, um, in a small little town called Hellum. And the there's multiple stories that go in with the Seven Gates of Hell. There's two stories that are actually talked about most. And the first one is going to be of an insane asylum that was burned down in the back roads. And it was... Um, the fire department was unable to reach it because of where it was. And so when the insane asylum burnt down, uh, they said that the lunatics all dispersed and they were all burnt up and bloody and disgusting. And they considered them the minions of hell. Um, And also the gates of the asylum were the last one that was standing. And they say that if you pass them at, dusk when the sun starts to go down you can Mm -hmm. start seeing the other six gates of hell um so that is one of the many stories that they have the second one is that of a doctor who was a psychiatrist went mad and built this iron gate clad around his property and would perform these heinous acts on patients and they considered him a hellion himself. And because of all of these spirits and people that he kind of dismembered and 
did these experiments on, he created hell itself throughout all the locations where he kind of did these acts on his patients. So, but one of the um, continuous factors is that when the sun goes down at that peak where the sun hits the horizon sort of thing is where all of the gates open up, um, which these stories have led a bunch of Satanists to go out and try and find these gates to go through them. And the majority of that reason is because if you pass through all seven gates, you enter hell and can never return. So those people <laughs> that, yeah, I don't know why they would want to do that, but <laughs> um, can, just can visit. Can you imagine there's, like, a time limit, and you have to, like, Naruto run through all of them. <laughs> oh, my God. I think um, I think as long as you make it before sunrise, you're good. Um, many people have claimed to make it to gate number five and have turned back. Um, other people who have said to make it to the gate five and gone past have never been seen again. Um, um, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Another thing is is that um, a bunch of cultists and Wiccans also go out to these this property. It's actually a hidden road. Uh, it was once called Toad Road or Toad Run Road, and it has actually switched its name recently um, to Trout Run Road. Um, they say that the gates began in the woods off Trout Run Road, where the scene of the asylum fire started. Also, uh, back when the road kind of began being mysterious. There was known to mm -hmm. have these weird toad looking gargoyles at the entrance. And that kind of marked the, the, the spot for how where sorry, where hell begins. Um, which I feel like Nicole can agree. <laughs> Frogs and toads <laughs> are disgusting. <laughs> oh yeah. Fun fact. I hate all amphibians. Oh my gosh. All of them. Even, like, uh, bearded dragons and stuff like that? That's a reptile. That is reptile. No shit. I'm an idiot. No, you're fine. I can deal <laughs> I can deal with reptiles. Amphibians, once we get, like, slimy, I can't do it. Oh, man. I scream. <laughs> What's the name of the town again? Um, the town is called Hellum. Um, it's, uh, it's in the city of York, Pennsylvania. I thought you said hella, and I was like, yeah, hella lit. Hella, hella. <laughs> no, hellum. H-E-L-L-A-M. Hellum. Cool. But yeah, um, there's also been murders and stuff, or I should say, what are they, sacrifices performed at the gates to see if they could uh. bypass all of the gates in order to get to hell. Um, but there's also other legends that say that if you make it to the seventh gate, you'll see the burnt remains of the asylum. Or you will see um, all of the victims welcome you to the hell. So, yeah, that's uh, the story of the seven gates of hell. Oh, that's creepy. We yeah. should, like, go. It, it's uh, from the pictures of how to get there. It's a little trail in the woods that you have to follow in order to find the first gate. And then the rest of them are just any kind of entranceway that appear to you at sundown. So... I'm down. Oh, that's Let's actually see. creepy. Because, like, imagine if you're trying to, like, back out and you go <laughs> through somewhere and it's still another entrance. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? That would be so, terrifying. I'm looking it up right now because I'm on, like, the Helm Township website right now. Yes. And it says that, just note, 
this area is private property, trespasses, trespassers will be prosecuted. Yes. They can't prosecute you if they'll never find you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, they said can't that. Can't prosecute uh, you if you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> they said that somebody actually now owns the property, that, like the entrance to uh, Trout Run Road, and they hate getting trespassers, but people will do it nonetheless. But they said that the entire property itself is so overgrown and creepy because they don't want to touch it because they don't want to accidentally transport themselves through a portal to hell <laughs> <laughs> so oof, don't buy the property then question mark <laughs> oh my gosh or just do it during the day i mean i would assume you would mow your grass and trim up everything during the day but who knows they're superstitions right that's crazy but yeah so that is the story of helm that's awesome <laughs> thank you you're welcome <laughs> so do you want me to go or do you want to go next you can go okay so going along the pennsylvania thing i decided to do the eastern state penitentiary Ooh, i love this place i want to go so bad I've i think never heard of it i think the first time i ever heard of it was on an episode of ghost hunters and yes, i me too. fell in love with it because i'm like i need to go i need to do a tour i need to be freaked out <laughs> I need all this. Ghost Hunters, actually, this was my first episode that I've ever seen of Ghost Hunters. Really? And it's what made me fall in love with it. Ghost Hunters was the only thing I would stay up late to watch, and then I would freak myself out watching it. So yeah. I am so excited. Yay! Yeah, that, between that and Ghost Adventures. Yes. Honestly, like, I watched the Eastern State Penitentiary episode for this episode for both Ghost Hunters and... um. Ghost Adventures. Adventures. And I actually liked Ghost Adventures better. Yeah. Even though Zach can be an asshole to some of those ghosts, he actually does a better job of getting the information and interviewing people and getting more personal stories and just making it more interesting than just sitting there and <laughs> yeah, sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the guy from like BuzzFeed? The unsolved yes. or Zach Bag Bake Baggins? Zach Baggins? Yes. Zach Baggins. Oh, is that is that the guy? Uh no, he's not from BuzzFeed Unsolved. No, oh, okay. Zach Baggins is Oh no, I know who he is. I thought he I was, was on there. Because you said, Oh, Zach is an asshole to ghost, and I'm like, oh, like the BuzzFeed guy. <laughs> oh, the BuzzFeed guys. Yes. Yes. They're assholes too. I just love all the memes. Like, I want to sit down and watch it, but I think it's just better for the memes. <laughs> Say, hey there, demons. It's me, ya boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hilarious, though. So, Eastern State Penitentiary. So, it opened in October 25th of 1829 and was the world's first true penitentiary. The prison has one centralized rotunda with six wings spread out. And it was built so you could stand in the center, circle around, and see the end of each wing, individual mm -hmm. wing. Um, about 75,000 inmates total have spent most, if not the rest of their lives, in that prison. Uh, the cells, they had metal doors as well as wooden sliding doors to silence the prisoners. And the entire prison was basically built as solitary confinement. So you know how some... Um, Prisons have separate solitary confinement areas. Yes. This entire prison was built as solitary confinement. 
Which is so creepy. Just think of the yeah. people that were there. That's mm-hmm. terrifying. Just yeah. the insanity of it. Yeah. You know. Um, whenever prisoners would get moved around, they would actually have to wear masks. And they were not allowed to communicate with other prisoners. Damn. Um, also, the cell accommodations were actually a little bit advanced for their time, dep- like, despite the situation. Um, they had faucets with running water and working toilets. However, they would be flushed remotely by the guards at least twice a week. <laughs> so make sure Ew, you plan that. that. disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. Make sure you plan that massive shit, you know. <laughs> Every two weeks, just hold it make in. Sh- it'll, be, just- it'll be monstrous. <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, They had pipes on the wall that would have uh, hot water run through it during the winter months, and it kind of acted as centralized heating. Okay. The original design of the building was for seven one-story cell blocks, but by the time cell block three was completed, the prison was already over capacity. Okay. So after that, all subsequent cell blocks had two floors, and toward the end, cell blocks 14 and 15 were hastily built due to overcrowding. In 1913, uh, Pennsylvania ended solitary confinement, and the cells were modified for more than one prisoner. Um, this is where it gets kind of nasty, though. Pris- uh, the punishments for prisoners. During winter months, if a prisoner broke a rule, they would be chained outside against a wall and doused with water. What the and by fuck? morning, they would have a thin layer of ice. That's yeah. horrible. And winter in Pennsylvania can get pretty bad. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm like. I'm surprised they didn't die. Of hyperthermia? I would not be surprised if there were some that died of hyperthermia. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't be surprised at all. Uh, let's see here. Uh, if a prisoner went against the no communication rule... They got an iron gag, which was an iron collar that was clamped around the inmate's tongue and then tied. And then they had like string tied to its hands behind his back. So if the inmate moved at all, it would tear his tongue. What? Uh Uh-huh. What? Yeah. No. (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. And then another form of punishment that they had was called the mad chair where the prisoner would be strapped to a chair so tight it would cut circulation and they would also be there like days without food. So just imagine just sitting in a chair strapped in so tightly that it would just cut circulation to your limbs and you'd be out there like days, no food or anything. And that's how you lose limbs. Like, yep. Oof. I wonder if they did it just to do surgery on inmates. I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. Um, so let's see here. A couple of deaths that were there. In the 1830s, an officer was murdered by an inmate, Joseph Taylor, who was convinced the guards were trying to poison him. Joseph had taken apart a sewing machine and hid it on his person. And when the guard came to let him out of his cell into the exercise yard, Joseph rushed out and beat the guard to death. Oh, my gosh. In the court documents... Joseph said he remembers hitting the guard just once, and then after that, nothing. He said afterwards he went back in his cell and fell asleep. 
Holy so he's just shit. like he just went crazy, beat the shit out of the guard, killed him, went back into his cell and fell back asleep. That was somebody who acted on an intrusive thought and had no remorse. Nope. Oh my gosh. And so apparently there was a locksmith in the 90s that was trying to loosen up that lock that was on the gate of Joseph's cell. And he actually had a vision, like the lockkeeper had a vision of souls inside the cell block and even thought he saw the ghost of Joseph himself. Oof. There. Around the turn of the century, uh, tuberculosis became an issue and mm. a lot of inmates were killed due to this. Uh, there was actually a ledger that Zach Baggins had the chance to go through um, mm -hmm. that had a list of all the deaths and everything of in the prison. So a lot of the deaths uh, caused by suicide, by either hangings or cutting their own throat. <laughs> and you'll never guess what prisoner they found. Um, hold on, let me back this up. I'm having flashbacks to one of our episodes. <laughs> oh my God, which one? <laughs> um... One of a very despicable human being who sex-trafficked people. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, along that line-ish. <laughs> so, in the ledger, they found a prisoner who died by what they said by masturbation. <laughs> they do say that you cannot climb the the ladder of to heaven with a handful of dick. <laughs> Can you imagine how bad your cardio has to be? Like <laughs> they literally said in 1859, there was a prisoner that died apparently from masturbation, and he probably had a heart attack. You know, the thing is, back then, they thought that inmates pleasuring themselves caused illness. And, of course, when you're in solitary confinement and there's nothing else to do... You're, you're going to yeah. play paddywhack. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame them, but damn. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, they do say you should always die doing what you love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, apparently, he really loved doing that. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty sure he had a heart attack. I'm pretty sure he had a heart attack, too. But, you know, just imagine, like, going into the prison cell and just seeing that. <laughs> just completely naked. Just <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, they, don't have, they didn't have bathrooms in their cells, right? Not really, Can no. Can you imagine if he was sitting on the toilet? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> just, ugh. I'm sorry. It's so morbid. <laughs> Oof. So there were some notable inmates that were in the prison. Uh, first and foremost was Alphonse Capone, also known as, you know, Al Capone, Scarface. Oh, wow. Yeah. He spent about eight months in Eastern State between the years of 1929 and 1930. Uh, he was arrested for carrying a concealed deadly weapon. Um, and it was his first prison sentence, actually. Uh, even though he was a criminal and a mobster, he spent his time in luxury, and he actually had fine furniture, oriental rugs, and a cabinet radio. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You guys can't, you guys right can't see my face, but I was like, he has, <laughs> he has more things like, than I really? have in my current house right now. <laughs> they Ooh. feel that the reason behind 
the the furnishings was because he broke up a massive fight within the prison, and also he had donated a crap ton of money to the prison. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like, hey, I know that you're you're imprisoning me and everything, but here's a shit ton of money. Give me nice furniture. Here, have this oriental rug. <laughs> right. What the I mean, fuck? you might as well like provide for yourself when you're in there, like the best that you can. Yeah. Right. And if you actually like do a Google search of Al Capone's cell, like you, they actually have like a recreate, like they have it recreated as to how it looked. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, but apparently, Al Capone was claiming that he was haunted by Jimmy Clark who died in the Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. um, in an episode of Ghost Adventures, while Zach was interviewing um, a gentleman in Al's cell, they actually heard a knock, like, in the middle of the interview, which is pretty cool. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Another one was uh, Victor Babe Androli. Uh, he killed a Pennsylvania state trooper in 1937 and was sentenced to life in prison for first-degree murder. He escaped in 1943 by hiding in a delivery truck, which was leaving the prison. Um, however, he was caught several weeks, weeks later in Chester, Pennsylvania, and was shot dead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, also, there was another inmate, and this is a little fun fact. In 1924... Pennsylvania Governor Gifford Pinchot, Pinchot allegedly sentenced Pep, the cat-murdering dog, an actual dog, to a life sentence at Easter State. Um, apparently, Pep allegedly murdered the governor's wife's cherished cat. Yeah, <laughs> Stephanie's just like, what? <laughs> Prison records reflect that Pep was assigned an inmate number, number C2559, which is seen in his mugshot. However, the reason for Pep's incarceration remains a subject of some debate. A contemporary newspaper article reported that the governor donated his own dog to the prison to increase inmate morale. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. For the dog. Wow. (laughs) I mean, I guess if uh, you're running... A for-profit prison, like most of America, you would just incarcerate whoever, whether it be human or not. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> a fucking dog. A fucking dog. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay, so let's go on to the actual ghosts. <laughs> yes. Okay. So history over ghosts. So in Selbach twelve. Shadow figures, or a shadow figure, uh, can be seen at the end of the hall on the last cell on the right. Um, sometimes he'll just be standing there on the second floor, and people have reported feeling heaviness while walking by the cell. Um, also on Ghost Hunters, they mm-hmm. actually caught a figure crouching down, standing, and then running away. Yes, Do you that? I, I remember that one. Yes. Yeah. You know, I think I actually saw that episode. Yeah. I think like a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. I remember watching that and just being terrified. Was it like a few years ago where that came out? It was like years. Yes, it was like, like good at chunk. least like five years more. And maybe more than that. Okay, more I, than think, five. I think I know exactly what you're talking about now. 
Yeah, like I think two, it's been like I think maybe I 10 years. It, I think I saw it in like 2011 or 12. Yeah, but I think like it originally aired like 10 years ago. Are you looking it up stuff? I am. Sorry. It was definitely during a marathon when I was like at a hotel for like a weekend. So I think yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, it sounds very familiar. It was old because it was in 4x3 format, not the... 2004. I've probably seen it then. Yep. Holy crap. Every once in a while. <laughs> yes. 2004. Yeah. That was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. So that they, they caught that, and they did a whole bunch of tests to see if it could have been someone who was, like, fucking with them or something. And yeah. no matter what they did, they couldn't recreate it at all. Mm. Let's see. In cell block four, uh, a woman had an overwhelming feeling of sadness. Uh, the woman was saying that she and her group were talking about food when they heard someone go, hmm. And then a cold chill go right through them. Uh, there was reports of a girl who was slapped in the butt in the prison washroom after joking <laughs> about not dropping the soap. Good Lord. <laughs> a young person on an investigation uh, was making fun of some of the names of some prisoners who stayed in a certain cell, mm-hmm. and he was actually pushed out by an invisible force. And uh, due to the height of the entrance of the cells, for people who are on the taller side, they'd have to duck yeah. to not bump their head. Um Apparently, there was a gentleman that was trying to leave a cell, but felt a hand on the back of his head and pushed his head against the, de- uh, the door frame. Oof. Yeah. Um, in Ghost Adventures, uh, during Zach's investigation, a tap was heard in one of the cells. They shut themselves in a cell, and Aaron was outside, and he heard footsteps coming towards him. As they asked if there was someone there, a spike occurred on the EMF detector. That's right, yeah. Yep. Uh, During an EVP session, they caught a voice saying, I knew God, God, and also heard a loud voice saying, hungry. That would be me as a ghost. Like, hungry. (laughs) I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Want some chips? Oh, my God. I'm so hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. A static camera was placed in one of the cell blocks that caught an EVP saying hi. Um, while Zach was in the mad chair, they heard a prison door open and Nick had caught a sound of scratching. They also caught an EVP saying, get out. Mm-hmm. Uh, while they were outside, they also heard knocking, which led them to a room with a coffin. And they asked for a sign again, into the, which they heard more tapping. Um, There's also a photo taken that looked very bright with, or excuse me, there was a photo that was taken outside. Mm-hmm. It looked like there was like a very bright doorway okay, with mist coming out of it. However, there was no light mm-hmm. at all whatsoever that was coming from that building. Yeah, no light source. Uh, let's see. Um, again, goes to Ventures. Uh, Nick went to a cell where Joseph killed the prisoner he had an EVP of someone saying his name so saying Nick um, he continued asking questions but another voice just kept saying Nick again yeah and about an hour and 54 minutes after he left 
their static cameras picked up a scream, and at the same time of the scream, you could see the infrared lights dim as if the energy was being drained from them. Ooh. And that's about it of Eastern hmm. State Penitentiary. I know that they do um, ghost tours, and they also do, like, haunted houses during this time. So... When are we going? I want to do that sometime. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, um, I have family that live in Pennsylvania, so let's go. We'll stay there I'm and then drive always over. down. I'm always let's down. Do yes. We should do it sometime. I'm scared. It'll be fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we say it's fine, and then poor Nicole's the one that gets haunted for life. Right? <laughs> I would. <laughs> She'll be the one that ends up possessed. Yep. We'll just play our theme song for her. There we go. Good lord. (laughs) Y'all aren't ready. I probably will be the one to get possessed. Oh, man. Out of the three of us, it's probably me. me. You know what's crazy is that you would think that it wouldn't be you and you wouldn't be this, like, this scaredy cat of the group. I don't want to say scaredy cat because that makes it sound mean. Yeah. But like, you love the spooky. But I'm definitely like, I do, I do love the spook. But when it comes to like the real hauntings and the spook, I keep the distance because I know I see them and everything. And it's also like the paranoia as well. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'm very like open-minded about everything and mm-hmm. like very like empathetic. So I feel like they would latch on to me. Yeah. yeah. Because of the well, openness. You- yeah. 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 Well, that's when you kind of have to try to start, you know, picturing a barrier. That's around why you. I avoid it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's like, no, nah, I don't want to picture no barrier. I'm just no, going to no, avoid no, I'm it. Just gonna <laughs> no, the, the barrier will have cracks in it. Because I'm like, hmm, what if I open up? And then it happens. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. I'm too reckless. I can't go. <laughs> I'll be like, let me just get possessed for the fun of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> well note to self we'll have to bring holy water with us yes <laughs> well speaking of holy water speaking of holy water and all that stuff ooh, that's a nice little segue into your little segment you got going on here right it is so since we are speaking about well not the ghost but when stephanie brought up the the gates of hell my topic is angels yay so we we all pretty much have an understanding of what angels are, and we've heard about them our whole lives, especially if, like, your family's more religious or anything, like, around different mm-hmm. cultures and everything you heard of the guardian angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew, I grew up strictly Catholic, which is probably why I am the way I am today. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, completely not Catholic? Yeah, completely. Yep. <laughs> I, Me grew, too. I grew up Episcopalian, which is Catholic light. So, and I still turned out <laughs> diet Catholic. Diet Catholic. Diet Catholic. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what I am because I was like baptized Catholic, but then my whole life we would go to like Christian church. Mm. So I'm like, ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> Alrighty. So we do know those angels as those heavenly beings, and they do serve as a source of comfort for many, and they are mentioned through both the Old and New Testament several times. They are a creation of God and serve many purposes, both in heaven and on earth. As messengers of God, some believe that angels are here to guard and protect us. Usually, we see them as human figures with wings and dressed in long flowing robes, Mm -hmm. and 
like I did say, angels are some of the most recognizable figures throughout the world. Mm -hmm. And if you're in my family, we put, instead of a star on the Christmas tree, we put an angel. Yeah. Yeah. We do that. We do that every year as well. And I hate it. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, no, this is America. We put a star on the tree. Oh, my gosh. We put a Christmas <laughs> or, with an angel on ours. Or if you're me, I just want to put a picture of my angels, which are my cats, on top of the Christmas tree. We just put the cats on top of the Christmas tree themselves. <laughs> well, they're, us- they're usually somewhere inside or entangled in somewhere in the tree because they love climbing on the Both tree. Both an so. angel and a star. <laughs> Yes. So a little fun fact with angels, we normally think there's only one type of angel or two, mm-hmm. like the guardian angels and stuff. Mm-hmm. There are nine orders of angels. Oh, wow. Really? All which give us a little insight into their purposes and duties. So the first one is seraphim, and that's the name given to the highest order of angels. They sit before God's throne and praise him. They are said to have three sets of wings, one which covers their faces, another which covers their feet, and the last set used for flying. Huh. Okay. I'm going to want to look that up. Definitely seraphim with an S. And then the second type is cherubim, and they are the second highest order of angels. They are assumed to be manlike in appearance and guardians of God's glory. The New Testament says that they will be attendants during the apocalypse. Today, they are known in the Catholic religion as having an intimate knowledge of God. Hmm. That's probably like the one we see more in Catholicism. Okay. And then the next one is thrones. So they're called the thrones, and they're a unique group of angels. They can be found in an area of the cosmos where they help lower groups of angels access God. They're known for for their humility, drive for peace, and complete submission to God. Hmm. The fourth type is dominions. They regulate and supervise the actions of other angels and are known as the commands of God and also the angels of leadership. And a fun theme I see here is that they all serve God and they're all some type of leader. So I think they're all just like different types of factions instead of it being the actual hierarchy of it. Okay. Yeah, and then fifth type, we have virtues, and they control the elements. They control nature, including the seasons, skies, and the sun. They are in charge of miracles and promote courage and grace. They are sometimes known as the shining ones. So wait, they control nature? Yes, the virtues. Well, and they were complete dicks to the Bahamas. <laughs> we That's a whole nother discussion about like religion and what we believe in, because <laughs> I can get into that. <laughs> I was about to say something. I was like, shit. Um, (laughs) That's so Hurricane Dorian just completely. Well, don't forget, we just had uh, the tropical storm Umberto go over. Yep. So, yeah. I think it's definitely. I think it's because Disney bought another island, but that's just me. So stop. <laughs> Definitely side note though, please, if you find a good place to donate, they do need a lot of help. Yes, please. Yes, please donate. Because like we're homes. we're Floridians, so we're used to the hurricane, but some of those islands and like I'm Puerto Rican too, so yeah, even everyone's struggling. Yeah. Um I know that there's a lot of hurricane relief sites that are online. Um definitely with um I'll find one and post one. Yeah. 
on the socials. American Red Cross. There you go. Yeah, because all jokes aside, for real, though. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. There's also projecthope.org yes. um, that has hurricane relief as well. So Perfect. Now I just felt bad. We're, like, laughing. Yeah. <laughs> We're not laughing at the Bahamas. I just want to get that out. We are yeah, not laughing. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Oh, no. no, we're not laughing at them at all. We're just saying that, like, in general, like, geez. Even here, though, guy. like, with everything that happens, like, it's a whole nother. We can get in a whole nother, like, podcast episode about, like, religion in this yeah. place. Yeah. So we'll save that one. Moving on to that weird little in-betweens. <laughs> Alrighty, so yeah, so the virtues do control the elements, and then the next set we have powers. Powers fight evil and protect both humans and the cosmos. They are known as warrior angels and fight the evil spirits who want to destroy humans and their spirits. The name of their leader is either Camel or Samael. Not Samuel, Samael. Like, yeah, S A M A E L. Okay. And he is an angel of darkness. Is that Lucifer? Wait, what was the name? Oh no, you, um, his name is either Camel, so like camel with an e, with another A, or Samael. So S A M A L. Yes, Samal. Samal, Samuel, Samel, probably. Okay, I can't pronounce things, <laughs> but that's also another point in there of the angel of darkness. I've done some research in my own time. Like, I'm a spiritual person and, like, angel boards and everything, kind of like Ouija boards. I refuse to use them because angels can be assholes, too. Yeah. Just like demons, they can all be assholes. Note to self. Yes. Mm -hmm. Be careful. Even just because you may think of it as, like, something light, there's still darkness in everything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I watch Supernatural, so I believe that. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Oh my God, yes. Shameful outing here. I do have the demon protection sigil tattooed on me. I'm ashamed still. Do you really? <laughs> that was my first tattoo. I'll show you later. It's on my hip. Oh, that's awesome. I was going to get it on my chest like they do in the show, but I'm like, that's a lot of commitment. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Alrighty, so the next set of angels. This is the most popular one I would believe that most of us do know are the archangels. Mm-hmm. So the archangels are some of the more recognizable angels. Many know of Michael and Ezekiel, mm-hmm. though, though there are seven in total. They're the most frequently mentioned orders of angels in the Bible and have delivered God's message in some of the most famous uh, biblical stories. And some can get pretty violent. Angels are assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my opinion here. Oh, man. <laughs> Alrighty. The next one is principal. Uh, yeah, principalities. The principalities are a unique order of angels. In the New Testament, they were described as a metaphysical being, but they are now considered to be both to be hostile to both humans and to God. What? Yes. Why? Who knows? Angels are dicks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like they're the more rebellious ones. Okay. Probably like I don't even want to, I don't even want to get into supernatural and stuff, but like sometimes God can abandon some people, even his own creations. Yeah. They're probably kind of salty about it. Okay. And then the last one is just a type of angels. They don't really have a name. They're just described as just like the plain old angel. And 
though their name isn't as specific, this order refers to angels that are the closest to humans. So it's the ones that we would be probably see, like how people do have those visions and stuff. That's probably the one that we do see. Mm-hmm. And both in appearance and proximity closest to the humans, they deliver humans' prayers to God and then bring God's messages back to humans. They are able to access all other angels when needed. They are known to be caring and social, helping humans during their times of needs. So maybe those angels aren't as bad. Okay. But they're not really up there if we do have the hierarchy. So they're kind of just like the messenger. So they feel us. They get it. Alrighty, so let's get in with like angel families. Angels do not marry or have families. They are creations of God and do not have traditional parents. They do not have children, but they do live in units. So for us, there might be the family, so like the different factions. Okay. All right, let's get into a little bit of the appearance. I did mention some of them do have the wings covering the face and the feet, as well as the ones for flying. The mental image most of us have are the the large wings with the golden halos, the long flowing gowns, but there are no really biblical descriptions of what they really look like. Angels are classified as the spirit beings, and mo- most of the time they don't really have a physical form, so we can't really say much because I know in some areas, like, they do have the angels covering the face and the feet. Some of them have, like, the heads of lions and, like, different animals, and, like, snakes coming out of them. So it's kind of just, like, a mesh of, like, different like beings. Yeah, hodgepodge. It just really depends on, like, what we believe as well. But, okay. Like, we don't really know what they look like at all. So do you think that they would kind of appear to you as something you're more comfortable with? Probably, but then we can also get into it of we can't really look at them in their true form. So, yeah, I do believe I was, yeah, yeah. Like in the human way we can see them. Do you think that's why they have the one that you were mentioning has the wings covering their face? Because, like, kind of like in Supernatural, if you see their true appearance, it burns out their eyes. Yeah. Type of thing. Probably, I would assume so. Hmm. But I feel like even then, even with the wings covering the face, I feel like you would still get your eyes burn out. <laughs> <laughs> that would hurt. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, my goodness. Alrighty. And there are many symbols associated with angels. Some are designated to a special type of angel. So it's like more in the symbology. We can get into supernatural again. So like with the the demon protection sigil, there is one for angels. Okay. Angel banishing type as well. And that one's like mostly in red. So it's like you can't trust either side really. Yeah. And some people do see, like, angel outlines and found in clouds, and those are mostly associated with, like, your guardian angels. And basically, like, yeah, symbology of it, we do see the wings. Um, Another one, pennies have become a symbol of angels. Many believe that angels leave pennies behind for humans as a sign of their concern. So maybe that's probably where, like, the whole lucky penny thing came in. Oh. Right? But Note to self next time I see a penny. Don't pick it up. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, but doesn't what? it? it, it I normally leave the lucky pennies penny. down for yeah. someone else. Wait, what stuff? I said, doesn't it also de- depend on which way the penny is facing? If it, it'll bring yeah. you good luck or bad luck? Yeah, I think if it's like, if it's heads up, it's, it's good. good. Luck. If it's tails, it's bad. Watch Catch Me Being an Angel putting everything tails up. <laughs> <laughs> what I do personally, like when I see a penny, I put it heads up for someone else. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or even if there is like a heads up penny, if I don't 
really need it. I just leave it there for someone else because I'm like, no, I don't need it. Let somebody else find it. There you go. What if I'm the angel? <gasps> Ooh. I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> another, another common symbol for angels are the halos. So okay. we see the halos on mostly like for the afterlife and like most people do believe that angels don't necessarily have the halos, but instead emit an aura that's brighter than the human eye can recognize, which is probably like the whole like myth and like with the TV shows, like why your eyes probably do get burned out, mm. but it's too bright for us. Okay. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's basically it on angels. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a few, a few things people probably don't know. I did that deep dive on that. <laughs> no, that was good. That was really cool. Thank you. So let's all be angels as well and donate to good charities, yes. not only to the Bahamas, but to other ones that you do believe in. Yes, definitely. Let's all be good people. Yes. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I was, gonna, I was going to say, yeah, and if you don't have, like, items to donate, you can always donate blood. That's always yes. in yes. need. So. Donating blood is always a good thing to do. Yes. So I need it's, to go. I'm up to donate blood again soon. I yes. can't. <laughs> oh. I'm always getting tattooed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you have to wait like, what, 90 days after or something? Well, I think no. now it's a full year. It's a full year now. Is it a full year? Yeah. I think they changed no, it. It's, no, it's not a full year. When the last time I went in, they said if I had any tattoos within the a full year, I was unable to donate definitely do the research because i know some places like for the listeners yeah i know some places recently it's at least a month or the 90 I wanna days say it's, some I'm organizations did change it yeah. yeah because i had my i had a tattoo done in november and then when pulse happened i donated blood and that was less and so i had my tattoo for less than a year and i was able to donate so if you did not receive your tattoo from a licensed facility, you have to wait 12 months. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, of course. So if you get it, like, in your cousin's garage, yeah. then yes, you got to wait mean, you year. shouldn't just donate at that point. Yeah, you shouldn't donate at yeah. all then. <laughs> but yeah, let's let the good angels flow through us and go be good people. Yes, I'm down with that. Well, on that note... <laughs> <laughs> um, first and foremost, thank you so much, everybody, to sticking with us because this is our 15th episode now. Yay, number 15. 16th or 17th, if you add in the two listener episodes that we have in there. <laughs> yes, they count. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you to those listeners that have stuck with us for so long. Um, still are sticking with us. That makes us very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you guys can find us on social media. The social media. Oh, my God. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Cheers from the Grave. Our email is... Cheers from the me? Grave oh. at gmail.com. <laughs> wow. I was like, is it me? <laughs> I don't know. I was just trying to... I'm the one that always forgets. <laughs> I was trying to pass the rain on to somebody. <laughs> you can reach us at Cheers from the Grave at gmail.com. And our Twitter is? Cheers from the grave. Cheers from grave. Oh, cheers from grave. Because <laughs> Twitter is weird and doesn't like cheers from the grave because it's too long. Cheers from grave. 
Yes. Um, you can also send in your listener emails to us at cheersfromthegrave.com so we can, you know, hear your listener stories, read them online, as well read as, them on podcast. Uh, yeah, as well as any suggestions for anything you would like us to cover, you can email us at cheersfromthegrave as well at gmail.com. Yes. Also, don't forget merch. Uh, shop that spreadshirt.com slash cheers from the grave. Um, there is going to be free shipping starting September 19th until the 23rd with promo code ship for me. So that'll be free shipping. Yes. Hint, hint, wink, wink. So buy all nudge, of the nudge. stuff. So buy all of the things with the free shipping. Yes. Um, that is one great way to support us because there's a lot of other things that we want to do like pins and patches and more stickers and everything. However, yes. we can't do that if we can't afford it. And we can't afford it if no one supports us. Which Don't also brings us. us to Patreon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know our Patreon account is kind of struggling right now, and we are kind of struggling with the content, not going to lie. Um, However, we are going to be brainstorming on things to make our Patreon page better so it actually is worth your money to donate to us every month. So, And we have the two tiers, $2 and $5, so it's not like it's really breaking the bank. Maybe. Hopefully. Someone else say something. <laughs> so, yes, if you are enjoying our podcast, please, please send us some stories. Join our Patreon. But overall, thank you so much for sticking with us and listening to our podcast. Yes, thank you. We appreciate it. Yes. yes. I am Stephanie. <laughs> and I'm Erica. And I'm Nicole. And we are Cheers, Cheers from, from the, the Grave. grave.